Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Lovely. I don't know about you, Dave, but I enjoy the sensation of roasting alive. It's something I've always liked. It's very topical for cabin oh. fever currently, isn't it? Would you say you're roasting or baking, though? Oh, beautiful. I'm, fry- I'm, I'm <laughs> deep frying in my own juices. That's what yes. I'm doing. I've had to. I've recorded a podcast yesterday, Dave, and here's an explicit image to begin the show with. I've had to throw away the cushion that was underneath my uh, botox yesterday. Oh, no. Yeah, saturated, absolutely saturated with bum sweat. Good day and welcome to Cabin Fever. <laughs> I just, I genuinely think, I was, I was talking to someone about this yesterday, and I just think we're so past the point of anyone being embarrassed about sweating. Do you know what I mean? For the yes. first time in my life, yeah. I'm sort of happy to walk in, I'd be happy to walk into the the busiest room in London mm-hmm. with just dripping with sweat, and I just mm. think everyone would be like, yeah, I get it. You yeah, know? I mean, in the same way that I don't hide to people the fact I'm breathing, you know, I'm, I'm not embarrassed about my, yeah. my ribs going up and down breathing, I'm no longer embarrassed about the fact that essentially i look like i've just walked out of a swimming pool yeah i'm fine with that it's um it reminds me of dexter you know you know dexter the tv series set in miami they're always uh, sweating loads in that right and they don't bother to cover it up because hey it's miami and it's probably about the same temperature as it is here in fact they just yeah. kind of uh, yeah i think i think openly sweating i have you know i sweat therefore i am i think we should make some sort of sweat <laughs> yeah some sort i'm 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 a sweater and i'm proud of it Yes, well, there you go. Um, it's It's been a trying week, I'd say. So. Weather-wise. It, well, so, now, here's the problem, right? Now, this is the podcast that I come to to bring my, my full honesty. Yeah. Right? I couldn't say this on my other podcast, and I certainly couldn't say this on the radio. And you know, I do, I do my breakfast show on a Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And every Saturday and Sunday, a serious topic for the last, since during the heatwave has been, whew, Hey, well, no sleep at all. Cool. What yep. do you? How do you sleep? What do you do? Do you put a wet flannel on your on your tits? How do you? Yep. Oh, this is the this is the podcast where we can be honest, isn't it? Yeah, I've got air conditioning. You're the worst. You're the absolute worst. <laughs> now you obviously knew this about me already because when we got our loft done up, I said two years ago to my wife, I said the uh, prevailing change in climate. And the fact that then we're in a loft means that room will be unusable. Now, if we did not have air conditioning, it would be 33 degrees in that room right now. Yeah. 33 degrees. It would be unusable. So I said, we need to get air conditioning installed. And I've done I've done all the right things. We've got an... Ex- I pay, we pay way above the odds to have a fully green tariff every year. That's That feels like the least I can do. And yeah. our electricity bill over the course of the summer is, is eye-watering. However, sleeping very well. Thanks for coming. Yeah, that's that'll happen, won't it, with your aircon? <laughs> yeah, if you want to. So at the moment, we've got the kids on a mattress on the floor. The dog is in there as well. But there's space for you, Dave, if you want to jump in. What? Just to sort of move in? Mm-hmm. Just overnight, I mean, just pop over about eight p.m. That's when we usually bed down for the night, about eight o'clock, eight fifteen, if we're staying up late. 
and uh, we all go sleep together, much, very much like we're camping. Okay. Yeah. So if you wanted to, I mean, is this weird? Is it a weird invitation? It's probably a weird invitation, that, isn't it? It's, it's weird, but I'm not immediately rejecting it based on the fact that my body temperature is uh, 58 degrees Celsius at the moment, you know? What do you do then? What's, what is your response? What, how, do you, how do you deal with this? Are you a man who, do you spend 600 quid on a Dyson fan and give that Brexiteer some money? How do you, what do you do? Uh, no, I've got a nice tall tower fan that I've always had that just sits by my bed at night. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, I've sort of not struggled with the sleep thing actually it's more just the absolute lack of productivity in the day thing you know i've been out for a walk already this morning got up took my dog out at 7 30 mm. before you know because after about 9 a.m at the moment it's basically a death for dogs it's fried dog it's it? fried dog yeah, on the pavement absolutely fried dog yeah so i've done that and then but i just got back and thought well i could turn in for the night now <laughs> just <laughs> before 9 a.m and i thought that's that's me sort of done because yeah. the idea even just standing up to i know Oh, I had to. Oh, sorry, oh, the exciting thing of my week, Tom, and you've you won't feel this excitement because you've got a better version of what I have. Is it as exciting as the guests we've got on the show today? By the way, just just to let people know, Al Murray and Jade Adams are coming on the show. Now, let's not say we haven't pulled our finger up our arse once and not just booked Cornelius or your wife. Right, 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 right. Exactly, exactly. But, um, so, yeah. so there you go. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah. So that's coming up later. Oh my days! Celebs are on the radio. Well, radio is it? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm not sure. So, so, what was the exciting thing that happened then? Well, so it, it, the reason it links is because what I had to do was stand up and clear out uh, the entirety of my under sink cupboard, which, as oh, you know, is just. Yeah. In any house, it's like it starts off nice and organised, and then it just becomes. Oh, I'll just chuck that bottle of weird cleaner that I have to get for that specific thing in my house. I'll just chuck it, and it's just become a mess. Obviously, yeah. Anyway, I've used this opportunity to to reorganise that cupboard now, so I've now got very strict columns of you know surface cleaner, oh, yeah. fabric softener. Oh Lovely. god, it looks great now, Tom. Mm. Uh, but the reason I had to clear it out was because I was getting a little machine plumbed in, Tom Price. What? Oh my god! No. A little a little machine. Go on. To give me instant boiling <gasps> water and also instant oh, chilled water. My very days. What a time to be alive. Dave, I'm going to give you one of these. Congratulations. <laughs> the noise that means nothing. Thank the, you very much. Uh, the audio garland that is that noise. Congratulations, Dave. That is absolutely huge. So, you've got. And I know you've got a boiling water tap already, so yours is a much better version of what I have. Uh, um, but you, but no, got, yours is better because you've got cold and boiling. Oh, does yours not do chilled? No, mate. No, no, just only does boiling. Well, I would... I mean, like, I imagine boiling in the long term is very, very useful. But right now... Not so much. Oh, my God, I'm thrilled to be having the five-degree water. Oh, that must be nice. And it's just it's ready to go all the just time. just ready to go, mate. It's been plumbed in. Oh, it's on tap. Is it a, is it a, is it a quuka? No, no, no. It's it's not a tap. It's just like a separate little unit, much like you would get in a little office kitchen, you know? Uh, okay, all right. Like, you know, just a little... Uh, I can't really describe it. That's, that's all I've got for you. <laughs> no, it's nice. little... I just I like the corporate kitchen vibes. You know, do you also yes. have biscuits in packets of twos as well? Maybe. Well, it's just it's, I tell you what, it's very useful for in in the current climate of working from home. Tom, mm. uh, we can now uh, all you know, Cornelius is there doing his his editing. I'm there doing my work, mm. and then we meet by the water cooler and just have a chat <laughs> and catch up. It's nice to replace that office vibe, even you, though we're just working from home. Do you sort of bitch about Hercules because he's the only other person in the house? Do you, sort of go, <laughs> you know what I mean? For office politics, it's like a you know, oh god, he's done nothing. What's that? that dog just gets to lie there all yeah. day and do nothing. <laughs> Pull his finger out all week. Um, but yes, it's uh, so that's so it's been very useful for that. But oh my, I, honestly, as I speak, I'm I've got a bottle of oh, so such such cold water. Yeah, it's so yeah. cold, it's cold oh, yeah. filtered, oh. pure water. Courtesy of, and this isn't a sponsor, and I'm quite annoyed, mm. but the company that does it is Virgin Pure. 
Virgin Pure. So I have lined Branson's disgusting pockets, sadly, mm. but only when it was on offer, Tom. More That's money for done. him to sue the NHS with. Well Stuck done, Dave Craig. to the man by only buying it when it was under half price. Was it under half price? How, how, come on, full, full and frank discussions of money on this show. How much did you spend on your on your water? The machines, two hundred pounds. Oh, that's not that's that's all right. That's not too bad. Very reasonable, isn't it? I'm let disappointed. Me th- I know. And let me throw in the uh, pièce de résistance because of some bizarre referral code. Which happy to do this for anybody that wants my referral code now. But I also uh, received thirty pounds worth of Amazon vouchers. Did you really? So knock that off the title. Everyone's laughing, aren't they? Whoa. Well, I mean, yeah. Just look at our, all, our podcast audience here. They're all laughing. That's, all yeah. laughing. <laughs> their tits. Off. If you're really quiet, you can. Yeah, do you hear them then? Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> God, the raucous guffawing um, hang of on, John in Peebles. Yeah, I was just going to say, hang on, if you're just very quiet, you can hear John in Peebles, wait. <laughs> wait, he's going to take a sip in a minute. Here he goes. Here he comes. There. Oh, yeah, lovely. There just it is. finishing off that smoothie. Thanks, John. I tell you what, as in jokes go, for people who have only found the podcast recently, playing the sound effects from one of our listeners' gardens from, I'd say, at least three months ago well, now, without really yeah. any context, is absolutely baffling. You can, you can do the thing which I do on whenever I see a dog on a, a TV show that's really older than 10 years, I just I'm always upsets my wife. Whenever a dog comes on, I go, that dog's dead now. <laughs> so I really oh, do the same thing with John and people's, hear those birds? Yeah, they're all fucking dead by now, probably. Um, <laughs> can we have some? Can we have some more listeners' gardens? I'd really enjoy that. If anyone else would like to send us some audio of their garden, that would probably be. That's probably the weirdest request we've ever put out, and that's saying something. Um, that's, I like the idea of that because we're not really. We, you know, we've done uh, one episode from the pub when we sort of were tentatively experimenting with social distance drinking. I've done one from Devon. Mm. But apart from that, we're sort of stranded here. But I like the idea that every few weeks yeah. we will come virtually live from one of your gardens. So if you send us about half an hour's worth of Oh, my God, that's an amazing idea. Yes. From the garden. And then we can just say, you know, now we're in, Sarah, in Lincolnshire's garden. Yeah. Coming from there for the whole episode. These are real organic sounds from Sarah's garden. Do you think those guys in Australia are still listening as well? They can't be by now. Surely they've moved on by now. I don't, know, I don't know, mate. We've got a bizarre... Honestly, honestly, and mm. this is, you know, the sort of uh, honest mm-hmm. admission you get from this podcast and very few others. I'm surprised our numbers are still going up, mate. They are still going <laughs> up. They're the, still the, going up. The and trajectory is very much the opposite of, of our current economy. Yeah. But I, and I'm, I'm amazed by that. And uh, like we said, this was very much a lockdown podcast to start with. And yeah. I thought that it would drop off, but you know what's keeping the you know what's keeping the numbers up, Dave? What guests like Al Murray? Was that a little cough? <laughs> a little cough in the background? There from, he is. Yeah, well, you know, you want to make sure you, you, you. I am on. I am. I. You can hear me, right? Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. Big time. Yeah, it's not a new persistent cough, by the way. That it just was a cough. <laughs> Look, Al, you're in your own home. We're not too fast at this stage. You're not. You're not endangering anyone on this podcast. But that is true. How do we now? How do we now deploy the social etiquette cough of alerting people to our presence? So that cough has now become. That's like sort of dropping a grenade into a conversation, isn't well, it? Well, yeah. I, I saw someone posted the other day. I saw this thing. Someone posted a comedy short from 1919 where there's a crowded train carriage. So the woman coughs and everyone runs away because they think she's got Spanish flu. <laughs> What a lovely full circle we've come as a society, isn't it? (laughs) It's beautiful, yeah. There's nothing new. (laughs) No, nothing new. Everything just goes, it's a hundred years, that's all we had. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Um, How are you, mate? Are you well? Yeah, I'm very well. Yes, I am, actually. Um, Like everyone else, I had a bad night's sleep last night, but I... Yeah, me too. 
But I told last night before I went to bed, I said, "Okay, fine." So you, you, I, I did. I tried to be. It's mindful, isn't it? They call it that mm. thing. I tried to have a little conversation with myself. So if, so if you don't sleep, it doesn't matter. You just have a nap tomorrow. It'll be okay. Yeah. And then you know, four o'clock, you're in the raging heat, thinking. Stone, stone the crows. This is awful. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, and I'd also decided I was going to work. If I was woken up, I would get up and work yeah, and right. try and do something productive, which didn't happen, obviously. But so, you know. So how much do you reckon you did sleep last night? Could you put a number on it? Well, this is it, isn't it? Because I did have one of those sleep apps once because because yeah. I was sleeping really badly. And you know those nights where you think I haven't slept at all, and mm. then you look at it and actually you're awake for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Every time time stretches out overnight, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it turns into something else altogether. Yeah, M- much like but no, I mean you know, uh, apart from the, the the probable complete death of my industry, um, things are great. <laughs> It's quite fun, isn't it, going? I mean, it's, it's our shared industry here, which is uh, yeah. sort of why we've all turned to just doing this, which is waffling yeah. from our various homes and just trying to keep yeah. each other entertained and alive. But, um, yeah, yeah how, I mean, how are, you, how are you coping with that? I'd say, Al, like, you know, without wishing to put too fine a point on it, you've made a lot more of this industry than the rest of us have so far, so you've had your time. But yeah, well, 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 no, well, no, actually, when this all began, I, I, I did very much say to myself, well, it's all right for the likes of me, actually. This is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, you know, um, I, I have thought about having a year off touring or a, a, a couple of years off touring. I, that's something I had considered. Hmm. Um, but normally, normally because I'm totally fed up with it, not because um, because Forced they closed to. all... Yeah, they closed <laughs> all the venues. Um, uh, but no, I yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, yes, it is all right for the likes of me, and, and I'm... And I'm uh, Right, you know, what with it being the fringe right now, which is, of course, marked by that massive electrical storm in Edinburgh um, uh, last night, I I, I think um, the people I was really like, uh, and right from the start in March, because one of the things I think has been a bit weird is how slow everyone's been to the punch in figuring out that actually this is all going to be ruinous. But um, uh, uh, right at the start, I thought, oh, those poor sods who were going to have their Edinburgh this year. Oh, God, that must be yeah. crap. Because so much of that momentum exists in its own timing. And if it gets disrupted, who knows what will happen to them? Whereas, you know, old soldiers like me and, uh, you know, unless the theatres remain closed forever, it shouldn't really yeah. be a problem. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the people who've got their ducks in a row and it was all lined up for this Edinburgh and this was going to be the year. This was going to be yeah. the year for memories yeah. and all that stuff. But also yeah. careers were going to begin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, careers and everything. Yeah. Because after all, just because we're all art- artists, darling, doesn't mean we don't think about careers. <laughs> and just because we all simply follow the muse doesn't mean we aren't worried about what uh, uh, how to pay the rent and all that mm. sort of stuff. And I think, I think there's a... Yeah, I mean, if you were w- one of those sort of people who... You know, and I remember this from from the rat run in the, of the fringe in the nineties. You know, of, of those people who are getting elbowed in the ribs, going, "Oh, you're going to get nominated this year? Gone, all gone." Yeah, and that yeah. sort of that launch pad, and even that thing of the just the practice of doing it, all yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it must be it must be terrible. And it was a big deal for you, Al, because, you know, people of your, you know, cult comedy kind of experience, they've gone off and they don't come back to Edinburgh, but because you love the form, you keep on doing your Edinburgh, yeah. so you really will miss yeah. it. Yeah, no, I've um, I've never been in London in August. Um, <laughs> no, for a proper stretch of time. I mean, actually, this is the other th- weird, weird thing about this year is this is the longest I have ever been at home. Oh my Full God. stop. Oh my right. Because we were going to go out. We had the first gig of of the we were doing another leg of last year's tour. Although I uh, although I think I've been spared actually on this because last year's tour was all about Brexit and how Brexit was going to go on forever. And then of course they did do a deal. 
and that kind of wrecked the show in December. Oh, and so as March was approaching, it was like it was like um, it was like that ground rush, the ground coming up at, uh, up towards you. And I'm thinking, oh, I might have to rewrite all of this. And I haven't really given it any thought. But we were going back out on the road the 21st of March to start again. Till now to go to the fringe and it's all gone. So I've been at home since March and this is the longest I've ever been at home and the longest I've ever been in one place in one go. I haven't had, I don't think I've, well, we have now since been away. We went away for a couple of nights. Yeah. But it's the longest I've ever been at home. It's the longest my family have ever seen me. Yeah, how is that? Um, so you've got, what's your kid's situation? You've got, you've got a little baby, haven't you? Yes, I've got a two-year-old. I've got, I've got, a, I've got a, an, eldest, an eldest daughter who's 21 very shortly and yeah. there, who was, I mean, and this shows how in the fringe she was born in the fringe you know in 99 that was your year that. wasn't it 99 yeah yeah exactly yeah so I had a very odd week where she was born at the end of it and <gasps> uh, no she was born at the start of the week yeah and then other loads of other sort of mad stuff happened and and um you, you kept having to say to yourself, no, no, but the child is more important. <laughs> While you're kissing the Perrier Award. Yeah, exactly. I finally won the fucking thing. But the child is more important. <laughs> what have you called the child, uh, number one? Look at my award. Well, well, the, well yes, we could, have called a, we could have called a Perrier. No, she, that's Scarlet. So Scarlet's the eldest. And then there's my other daughter, Willow, who's 17. And then I've got a two-and-a-half-year-old, Daisy. And that's been, that's been great, because I would normally not have been around as much. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I mean, it's a bit of an experiment, um, me spending time with people at great length and <laughs> the vice versa. It's all, yeah, how, how are they coping more than how are you? That's actually the question, isn't it? Um, uh, uh, everyone seems to, we seem to be rubbing along fine. Um, I mean, I keep myself busy and I play the drums at home, which has been the biggest issue. And, and sort of three months into lockdown, there was a kind of, that the eye rolling and the tutting stopped because I think it. I think it became clear that it's actually something I have to do. Because mm. um, I was on this receiving end of quite a lot of eye roll for the for the drumming, the first, certainly the first two months. Yeah, I watched, it's annoying. I I watched <laughs> yeah. uh, Whiplash the other day. Have I only oh, just yeah. watched that movie? Have you seen it? You must have seen it. Of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. It is absolutely hilarious. That are all drum tutors like him. That's one of the most well, mad things I've ever seen. But it's not a film about drumming, is it? It's a film about it's a film about um, protagonist meets antagonist. It might yes. as well be called. Yes. It might as well be called antagonist protagonist because <laughs> um, man wants to achieve thing. Yeah. Other man um, can help him, but only by being really antagonistic. Yeah. Um, they uh, they go through this process. He the end. I mean, it's yeah. just, I mean, it's a box. It's a boxing movie. It's a sports film. It's it's just it, it's just so not about drumming. It's yes. ridiculous. Yeah, it just happens to have drumming. I, my mate, yeah. mate of mine's a drummer. He, he yeah. uh, he's he tours the world. He was he was in the middle of drumming for Calice. Believe really? It or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How cool is that? He was having to. Oh, that is very cool. Very cool. He was having to put her set list together. And he was talking to me about Khalees' set list. He was like, "We're waiting to pick up our kids from school," and he's like, "Mate, do you like my uh, milkshake brings all the boys to the yard? What do you think about that song? <laughs> would you would you open us? Would you open a set with that? I don't know, Jack. I don't know, mate. What's uh, his name? Uh, his name's Jack Baker. Oh, right. Look up on Instagram. Up. Yeah, Jack Baker yeah, drums. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, the big yeah. the big band that he plays with is. Oh fuck, I've forgotten the name. Oh, of course, I'm gonna get a. a um, uh, hang on a second, Dave. I'm going to. Well, I'm, I'm on Google. Live googling, Dave. Hang right. on. Yeah, this is. This, there's nothing hidden on this podcast now. Um, um, is is this? Is have you forgotten this, Tom? Because it's a band. Oh, but no, yeah, because it's a band. I don't so, know. Um, so yeah, he's a, he drums for with the band Bonobo. Have you heard of them? Bonobo? Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, I, I said to him the other day, and I, your reaction has basically been the same as his. I went, "Oh mate, I watched uh, watched Whiplash," and he went, "What a heap of shit." He was furious. <laughs> <about it. laughs> 
But it's sort of a, you know, like a Western or something. It's, uh, yes. You know, it's Rocky. It's Rocky with drums in. All the, uh, certainly all the drummers I know um, uh, f- f- b- just sort of, I think they weren't that as angry about it as that. They just thought it was ridiculous. Yes. And, and uh, you know, that pushing, dragging thing. Well, could you, could you, you know, sometimes you're meant to push and sometimes you're meant to drag. You know, it depends what, depends what you're trying to do here, mm. um, Mr. Angry Sergeant Major Drum Instructor Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's completely absurd. Um, not a good film to watch when you've got your insomnia. So hang on, so dialing back a sec, when you've got your insomnia yeah. and, you, and you can't mm. sleep. Because that, that's what I've always said as well. You get up and read in the night, yep. right? It's a good solution, and, and that quite neatly brings us on to uh, war stuff, because you did your book yes. a couple of years ago, which I've got, and I love watching war movies with my dad. Oh, thanks. Oh, mate, it's Thank so you. fantastic, because that was my childhood as well. My dad just made me... We'd go away together every summer, and we'd just watch loads of war movies. Um, so, uh, in a sort of roundabout way, and we yeah. could, could that... A weird question here, Dave, admittedly. Could that okay. help? Could that help with insomnia? Is well, there a go-to war movie that could help with insomnia? There we go. Oh, actually, actually, yeah, maybe. I mean... Um, uh, I am halfway through Saving Private Ryan again. There you go. So there you go. That, that might be it. Although the, that film, that film, there's a there's a there's a snatch of dialogue in the in the sort of uh, the start of the second act, which makes me so angry because they're talking about generals, and he goes, "Ah, oh, that money's overrated," and you think, "Oh," and it's Ted Danson who I love, and he's yeah. and they've put these terrible lines into his mouth, and and it gets it gets my history hackles up. I mean, funnily enough, last night I was. To, to to stave off the to, to deal with being awake, I was reading I was reading a book called, um, that is really this is proper jolly bedside reading called Hell to Pay, which is about um, the American preparations for the invasion of mainland Japan of the oh. South Island, <laughs> right? Um, at, which centres around the casualty projections that the Americans had made. No right? night owl, sleep well. I, get, well, I know. Do, 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 and the thing is, the thing is, it, does, it did actually work. It did actually. It did make me go to sleep. But I'm, I'm really. I'm. 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 I mean, the, the the history thing has led to this. I mean, here we are podcasting. Has led to this podcast I've been doing with um, uh, uh, the historian James Holland called We Have Ways of Making You Talk, mm. where we talk about the war. And we're, we're, talking, we're, we're doing a lot of VJ stuff currently, because mm. it, VJ Day stuff, because it's now. Yep. The, end, the end is happening. The end is happening now, 75 years ago. So, so I thought I should read this stuff up. And I'm not good with statistics. They make me, you know, numbers. I'm one of those people, I go see the bank manager, or if I, I talk to an accountant, they, they can see me. They, they've got, probably got three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I glaze and uh, uh, I'm I'm done, you know. Yeah, and they yeah, can yeah. they can try and say this would be more tax efficient, and I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> Literally leave the room. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I really I'm one of those people who would be ripe for an unscrupulous accountant to have sort of 19 bank accounts, yeah. um, siphoning all the money away. Me just never notice. And then when I found out, probably not be that bothered. Well, oh, now you tell us, Al. I've known you for bloody years. Been, <laughs> I know. Could have, could have got on that a long Mr. time Tri- ago. Mr. Trick there, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Shit it. Um, talking of, uh, we were talking of obviously the steady decline of our industry. Um, you've yes. been doing these shows, uh, well, you've done one so far, haven't you? Two more at the Clapham Grand, the Help Save Live Comedy. Uh, yes, with Jade Adams and I'd say all the comedians in the world by looking at the list. Well, the list is the list is pretty impressive. I mean, whoever's whoever's phone book has been plum, plundered for that has done yeah. a really good job. And it also doesn't seem to be what very often happens is one of the one of the 
you know, management companies um, is pr- proposing to save their live comedy and not, yes. <laughs> yeah. not, live, yes. not live comedy in general, which mm. is the sort of, um, I kind of think, I mean, I think it's such an interesting time. It was really good fun on Sunday night. It was really good to do. It worked really well. The, 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 the fact you're in an empty theatre and there was no one apart from the camera crew to laugh, um, everyone got over that pretty quickly because that, right. that, be that can be a real problem. Um, so was it a bit like doing the one show? <laughs> it's it's exactly like doing one show. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I said on Sunday night. This is like doing <laughs> one show, uh, and I said, and then the camera crew laugh, and then you think, well, hang on a minute, they haven't got a sense of humour. That can't have yeah. been funny. <laughs> <laughs> Never trust a cameraman. Never trust exactly. A cameraman. So hang on, exactly. Al, explain to us how the gig works. So it's live at the Clapham Grand. It's live at the Clapham Ground. It's set up like a live gig on 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 stage. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. With with and they put they put some tables out. And um, uh, oh, creepy faces on them, and creepy faces. Yes, yeah, so you've got celebrity faces. So you've still got you've got kind of um, you know uh, uh, th- there was a table with four Adels on for some reason, but those face mask things. Anyway, so so um, so there's that, and then and then we have a Zoom two or three front rows on a screen. So at one point last week, uh, um, we looked in someone's fridge. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it, I mean, the thing is, the thing is in podcasting, podcasting is all part of this, is there is, there is, or there was in place a kind of broadcasting frontier. And, um, uh, and the COVID crisis has obviously made people go to that frontier and try and colonise it if you want to extend the metaphor. And so, oh, you're loving the metaphor; it really works as well. So, well, so podcasting is is exactly that. You know, here you are b- making a program about whatever you want with no commission in between you and the audience, yeah. and it, and you'll find an audience, and 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 maybe it'll be a bigger audience than it ever would have found if it had been squeezed through a broadcast, or maybe it's a smaller one. We don't know, but at least you're in you're in control. And Zoom Zoom has been so interesting in that respect because I've I've done some gigs. Uh, for James Gill's club, ABC Comedy, where he has it, and you you know you sit in front of your in front of your screen, and I put a background up of a of a beer cellar. Although the the Zoom background thing isn't very good if you move too quickly, your arms fall off and stuff, but <laughs> or, or vanish. <laughs> uh, um, but we but but he had it so that the the whole of the screen you could hear them laughing, and then it's just a gig. It's yeah. just because so, your reflexes are set to that, and so we, so that was what was peculiar on Sunday nights. We didn't have the laugh, but other than that, it was it was a, it was a show, and people sent in VTs. Yeah. So Tim Viner made a film, uh, Jess Foster Skew had made a film. So there was stuff for people to look at as well, as well as people coming on and doing their turns, like Fern Brady and um, uh, uh, who else? Um, loads of other great people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we can. Don't worry, we can, we can fix that, Dave, can't we? We can, yeah, we can, we can chuck yeah, them yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, thanks, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make uh, Dave just loop the bit where he goes, uh, and it'll just make, yeah. make our sound like a fucking monster. Brilliant. Make him sound like a monster. I mean, um, the lineup for this Sunday, I was just reading it on Instagram. The, the, the Grand have just announced it, and it's such a long list. But all it's Kerry Goodleman, Dane Baptiste, Kwame Asante, Helen Barr, Carl Donnelly, Rosie Jones, Moan Rizwan, Shabby Kosandi, Don Biswas, Ed Gamble. Like, every name, Nish Kumar, Ashling B. You just keep going, and it's like, this is. Yeah. This is a thing that basically would never have existed in the real world. Yeah, imagine buying a ticket for this gig if you could. I mean, the 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 the, the thing is, is, I mean, it was really. I mean, to be honest, that the other way of the other way of looking at this entire thing is, this is a moment. This is a moment to to collect some karma. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, 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 an opportunity to do good in the world, which mm. which given given what 
you know, uh, mercenary vampiric uh, fucks stand-up comics are in general. Um, I, I, think, I think this is probably, you know, a, a, an opportunity that should be grabbed with both hands. Well, I'm interested, though, when you're doing the live thing uh, with no audience there, because the thing that makes stand-up comedy so brilliant is the instant feedback. And and, yeah. and we learn over the years of doing it, oh, my God, that's funny. And no, that's not funny. Uh, yeah. How is it without instant feedback? Because, you, you know, you've got so much experience you can sort of, you can, ima- you can almost imagine what an audience will and won't like. Do you miss it? Do you get over it very quickly? Uh, it's a, that's a really good question. I find on, on, on your own, it's just that little bit harder, that little, just that fraction harder to actually judge it. Because, yeah. because in the end, what you're talking about there is the fact that comics write their shows with their audiences. Yeah. You, you, you put a joke to, to an audience and the audience says yes or no, essentially by laughing at it or not laughing at it. And so you, everything, you, everything you do is symbiotic with an audience. So I found on Sunday that with Jade... That you're, that's the next that's the next best thing to having an audience that there's someone there who's g- generous in spirit and is a great performer themselves and has a, a, a taste and judgment so if they're enjo- plainly enjoying what you're doing you're getting it right yes mm. um if i were hosting it on my own it would be that just a little bit harder and you see you do see that in things without audiences which are live where people do very much um <laughs> Uh, come unstuck. Hello, the one show. If you're listening. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, well, exactly, exactly. See, because 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 there's just no way. There's in the end. I mean, Steve Martin talks about this thing he used to do when he was making a film, where he'd he'd hear in his head the laughter from the back of the room, and yeah. that 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 in his head he has a room full of an audience, and and if he hears the laugh coming back, then he knows he's got it right. And I sort of think, well, you you lucky bastard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all right for some, isn't it? It's yeah. all right for you, isn't it, Steve? Um, but but um, it, yeah, I mean, it was it, it's fine. And I mean, the other thing, the other thing is, is I mean, I was sort of um, actually bowled over by it on um, on Sunday night. Is how professional everyone is <laughs> these days. Right. They come on and they do their turn. Like, uh, like everyone's laughing, regardless, and you sort of think, "Whoa, you, you're oh, fucking bulletproof these days." Yeah. Amazing. Do you think that's because people have spent the last three months basically doing it on Zoom from their living rooms? Well, yes, nothing. yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a strange old world, isn't it? It's a strange old one. But yeah, I mean, this is the future of kind of what we're going to do now, I guess, isn't it? We're just we're just finding new ways of doing things until until we can get back to some semblance of normality. I mean, I, I'm there's a bit of me that thinks what's going to happen. Is there is the a portion of the public are going to snap and saying we're going to go to the theatre? We're going to sit next to each other. Sorry. Yeah. Right. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And you will end up with speakeasies and essentially yeah. and shows that just happen anyway. And you like a bit like illegal raves in the in the late eighties. You know yeah. where you you know Fucking that great whole... jeopardy though. Imagine imagine being at a gig thinking I bloody love the pub landlord. I'm risking my life for the pub well landlord. and uh, well and also and the cops may turn up and bust the show. Oh I mean, how exci- yes. How exciting how exciting is that for some. Uh, Middle-aged uh, satire. <laughs> I mean, that suddenly, suddenly everyone's edgy again. You know, we all need to be edgy. That's the most important thing. After <laughs> um, it, it, it's, and it's really it is, it is, it's fascinating the way it's going. And um, but that's what I think is going to happen. I think that the bow will break yeah. because because you see the likes of, you know, you see the likes of uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. I mean, I think this is. I think what he's doing is really interesting because he's obviously. He's doing that thing at the Palladium where he can't fill it, so it's impossible to make the sums work. Yeah. And he's surely doing that to talk to the Tory party who don't understand the arts. Because, yes. you know, he's a Tory, Tory lord. He's obviously going, Oi, pay attention, you, mm. 
You dozy pricks. You don't understand yeah. how this works, but I do, and I'm one of you. So look, you are going to have to come up with a solution because otherwise, because he was in the he was in the paper the week before last, going, you know, if you're not careful, Chinese multi-billionaires will buy our theatres. And I saw some some people some some people on it going, oh, it's a bit xenophobic. But he's just trying to say he's trying to talk in Tory to Tories. Oh my God, speaking in Tory. Forget speaking talking in tongues. He's talking yeah. in Tory. He's talking in Tory to oh get the Tories God. to do something about it. Whereas if you whereas if you're like a normal if you're the National Theatre, you're going, um, we need a um, hundred million pounds so we can do a play about how much we th- hate Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> what what are they going to say? Oh, because yeah. I mean, did you... an awful lot of it looks like that. Uh, uh, you know, did you see the Dominic Cummings thing. You see Dominic Cummings thing when when Sam Mendes was waiting on the phone for Boris Johnson. No, no, so, no, 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 no. So apparently this is alleged, but um, yes. I've heard it from many sources. Uh, Sam Mendes was waiting for Boris Johnson, and he was surprised at how low-fi the tech was. They literally he got put through yeah. to Boris's phone, which was yeah. just sitting on his desk, right, an old landline yep. sitting on his desk. So no muting or anything. And he heard uh, Boris Johnson open the door. He heard Bojo walk in, and then he yeah. heard a very distinct. Uh, shall we say Durham Northumberland yeah. accent say yeah. tell the fucking ballerinas they're last in the queue <laughs> oh god but that's it isn't it yeah that's yeah. it Christ. that's it isn't it and that is one of those stories where you go that is pure hearsay and, and alleged but uh, you know we can, it's we can, you we know can all believe true. it can't yeah, we exactly. yeah. tells very, the story I want to hear yeah very plausible um, oh thanks so much I've just got a very quick uh, final question that's uh, yes. before we let you go um, do you know the difference between roasting and baking because it's something we've been talking about I'd say a lot on this show in the last few weeks uh, could you just give us a quick insight into that before does you, roasting before you... not involve oil I uh, what did I say? I said oil. I said the word oil several times. Is that is that is that it? I think I think that I think that could be it. That roasting is roasting involves oil. Um, you, you know, baked potatoes oil. just baked. And roast potatoes. Okay, okay, that's the most plausible theory we've had so far. Actually, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know that. That's just that is my. That is my knee-jerk reaction. Welcome to this entire podcast, mate. It's just us. um, (laughs) It's a lot of knee-jerk reaction. Guessing at stuff and not really worrying about facts. Um, Thanks so much, mate. Uh, Yeah, exactly. That's all we need. Um, uh, Jade, hilariously, is about to join us. We've we've timed this incredibly well. Um, (laughs) Hang on. Before we lose Al, though, Dave, can we do the big wrap-up pitch? Like, like it's raising money. This is an important gig. It's raising money for the industry. Who is getting the money, Al? Who's actually going for The clubs or the comics? Um, It's the clubs. It's the, the... what we what we aren't going to do is show a video of a starving comedian hmm. um, uh, listlessly wandering around uh, a park or something and say, you know, uh, since he's been deprived of the laughter of strangers, <laughs> he's no longer his true self. Um, no, the idea is to save the venues because if without the venues, without the venues, the comics literally have nowhere to go. So um, it's for the comedia, uh, the stand, um, the, 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 which is the Glasgow, Edinburgh, Newcastle a trio of clubs. Yeah. Um, it's for, uh, oh God, where else? The comedia, Brighton. Yeah. So it's a, a Pleasance as well. So it's an assortment of it's an assortment of clubs. I think it's 80 total. I can't remember all of them that's on my head. Okay. But the idea is to, to save the venues because basically the venues, the, a lot of these venues are in um, what would be plum sites for uh, evil property developers, you know, um, uh, to turn them into flats or whatever. And they need to make rent so that the club survives, so that the comics have somewhere to go and so that the new comics can come through. And in fact, the people we're talking about right at the start of this thing, the people are on their way through and are new, not not the likes of me who descend on a comedy club expecting to be treated like royalty, but like <laughs> the people, the people still 
getting their shit together and mm-hmm. that's what it's mm-hmm. that's what it's all for al murray thank you so much for joining us and i can let you know that right now we are joined uh by the <laughs> fabulous jade adams she's dropped in to tell us about projected american casualties and the invasion of the south island <laughs> in japan jade over to you well here are my thoughts so <laughs> this is excellent this is like a, a a relay this is like an olympic relay <laughs> of hosts of a live comedy uh fundraiser hi al Hi, Jade. How are you doing? I'm all right, babe. Well done on the on Sunday. Um, we haven't been on stage together before, but um, no. I, I'm really looking forward to next week where I'll be a little bit... Because you know what happened, Al? I stood next to you on Sunday because we'd done all the organising mm. for the gig and I hadn't thought about the hosting. And then I yeah. got on stage and I stood next to you, and this is probably going to be slightly embarrassing, but I looked at you and went, what the fuck? Am- I'm on stage with Al Murray. What am I going <laughs> to say to him? <laughs> I'll be w- figured way it out later end, on. I figured it out. I figured it out. <laughs> well, that, well I'll see you on Sunday. I'll see you on Sunday, Jane. I'm gonna leave, I'll, I'll leave you to these. These. Uh, it's a. They, they do a gentle job. It's a very soft-handed interview. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you just the warm-up, mate. We're going to really right. grill Jane. Yeah, Let's I, talk I, about I, trans rights. Thanks, Al. <laughs> see ya. Bye. <laughs> Al Murray has left the building. Uh, Jane Adams. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. Sorry, I'm a little bit late. I got caught up. Don't worry, mate. Well, so what's going to happen here now is just before we uh, talk about all the things in your life and, and everything that's going on, we've got a, a pretty important debate that we've been having on this podcast recently that I'd like your input on, if that's all right. Um, we've also got we've also got somebody else on the line um, that was that I was with last week. Who you know, actually, Jay? This is Claire from the musical band. Claire, is, are you Hi, there? Hi, Claire. Hi, everyone. Hi, Claire. Hi, Claire. So I was staying with Claire last week, Jade, and we got into quite a heated debate on this podcast, Tom and I, about the difference between heated, roasting heated debate, excellent news, excellent news. Well <laughs> the difference between roasting and baking, because I'm not sure I know what the difference is, because it's both just heating stuff up in an oven. So Claire's been researching it. Jade, do you know the difference? before we get the uh, what might be the definitive answer well baking I'm guessing is with flour so you want things to rise and then roasting is um, uh, cooking cooking something within its own juices that you know there's no intention for it to rise with the flour that's basically the difference between baking and cooking so Uh, I agree with you but how do you explain the baked potato um, that doesn't rise. That's just a potato that's baked in the oven. They call it a baked potato because it sounds better than a ro- like a roast potato is a different thing. Yeah, because there's a difference potato- between roasting and baking. That's the problem. That's the problem. It's, it's, a, it's a minefield. Claire, do you have that's an answer for That's just a name. Us? That's just a name. You can't like they- you can't get out of a debate by saying that's just a name. No, no, no. I'm no. done. I'm off. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, come on, Claire. You've been doing your research. Give us, give us. It's 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 a, it's a very controversial subject, and there's actually quite a lot of research done into this to see like what it actually means. But essentially, they're both the same. And in terms of what how you heat them, it doesn't mm. make a difference. You could put something in your oven and say roast it, but it could be a cake, and it would still bake. Right. So. So they're, they're effectively scientifically interchangeable, and we've just, like Jade says, annoying. Like that, she's it's annoyingly that she's basically exactly right. That it's just a name. Yeah, because back in the day, they you would roast things on a fire and you would bake things in an oven. But you can obviously do, you can you can bake a potato on an open ah, fire. Ah, so it predates the oven. It predates the oven, which is there, a problem that, for the know, definition. But, that, but then you've got a good entomology. I'm just throwing that word in there. I think that's the right word, isn't it? Because then etymology. Etym- etymology. Thanks for coming. Um, because then it's point. It, it's because of its history and how it began. That's good. That's yeah. more satisfying, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I like that. 
Yeah, so I think we had all these different things. Of, this is an exception, like a baked potato is an exception and yes. all that kind of, and baked fish, like, you, I don't know, it doesn't become like a cake, does it, when you roast and you bake a fish, but you no. can bake fish. Baked um, eggs. Baked eggs. Um, but I think a lot of it is to do with the changing of consistency of the thing. So a potato will get softer when you bake it. Right. Okay. So does that mean when I'm suffering through this heat, am I baking or roasting? Because I don't really get softer, so maybe I'm roasting. Um, great yeah, you're question. roasting because your skin will your skin will crisp. Yeah. Oh, and that's the roast. Your skin is crisping. Good. Oh, is. Well, look, yeah. all this means is now that I know there's technically no difference, all I'm going to do is be a really smug prick for the rest of my life and go, uh, I'm just going to roast a cake this afternoon. And then someone else is going to go, don't you mean bake a cake? And I'm like, well, actually, let me tell you. And uh, that is the debate I'm going to have for the rest of my life. And I'm thrilled. But also, um, don't forget, I'm the person that didn't know the difference between them on the oven. I've been grilling cakes for the last six years of living yeah. in this house. Yeah. So. <laughs> As we said with Al a minute ago, no, no experts on this podcast. We're sick of experts, no, and uh, yeah. we're absolutely proving This that is a very just... Govian approach to yes. podcasting. Um, Claire, yeah, I should also say, I'm talking of grilling. I've got the Matrix lawyers on the Have line. Have you? Yeah, they want to grill you <laughs> about you revealing the Matrix soundtrack on the show last week. Yeah, so. I'm very uncomfortable about all of this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, this, com- this can come out in the edit. Don't worry. <laughs> Great, great, great. Oh, no, as in, keep it in, keep it in. Keep it in. Thank you, Jade. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Got to keep it in. Catch in last week. um, Jade, make sure you refer to it throughout your interview, okay? Because then Dave can't take it out. (laughs) All right, done. Right, I'm going to leave you all. Enjoy your interview, Jade. Bye. Lots of love, Claire. Bye. Thanks, mate. Nice. She seems nice. Um, Right, well, that's about all we've got time for on Coming Fever today. (laughs) (laughs) You pair of wankers. Play a little sting, Tom, and then we can have some Jade time. I'll see what I can do. Hang on, I'm going to play the full. I'm going to play the full Twitter address sting, Dave, so people can tweet us with their thoughts on baking versus frying and what war movie they like to watch when they can't sleep. There we are. Those are the <laughs> questions we're putting out today. Cabin F E A three seven oh nine oh oh oh. That's our Twitter name. Hi there, I'm Yasmin Akram. Join myself and my friend Philippa Dunn each week for our podcast, We Heart Worry, a show about cars and their engines. Obviously not. It's a show where we talk about our fears, our worries and our anxieties in a bid to help you with yours. And we just have a laugh as well. So join us. There's nothing to be scared of. I promise. Selling a little? Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Jade Adams, how are you? Thanks for joining us on the podcast. This is your time now. It's just you. We've got rid of the we got rid of the uh, people holding up the yeah. podcast. The warm up acts, mate. The warm up acts. Al Murray. Al Murray. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Al's done his turn before you've come and headlined it. So there you go. Uh, I like know where my yeah where your priorities are. I'm glad exactly. they're with me. Thank exactly. you, um, Jade. First of all, most important question is what background noise are we hearing right now? I'm the I'm saying I'm feeling that's an A road or is it is it a dual carriageway? No, um, Babs is juicing. We're on a health kick this week. Oh. oh a, I thought it was traffic, but it's a juice machine, is it? It's a juice machine. Juice machine. Babs, do it again. Hang on, she's doing it. Wait no, there. that's traffic. No, that was traffic right. then. There it is. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. oh, that sounds a bit more like drilling. What are you juicing then? What's in the juice today? Uh, what's in the juice today, Babs? Just that green one. So, uh, spinach... Cucumber, apple, wheatgrass, lemon with the skin on, and ice. Oh, there you go. What's That's the difference the between a juice and a smoothie? Oh, don't. <laughs> juice is the juice. Smoothie is when you blend up the ingredients and you don't extract the juice from it. Yeah. Have you got a proper, like, industrial juicer then that, that properly does it? I've got a, I mean, I wouldn't call it industrial, but I've just got a standard sort of kitchen juicer. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't very dear, actually. It was about 30 quid, I think, off, off, really? of, off of a website. Um, <laughs> a website with which you've never had any affiliation, Jane. Not one. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> uh, so we were talking to Al about your, um, about your Clapham Grand shows. Which, so the first one was great on Sunday. Did you, did you have a nice time? Yeah, it was really great. I mean, I was really nervous when I stood next to, on. I mean, I joked about it, but it was real. I sort of stood next to Al Murray and went, oh, my God, what the hell do I say to Al Murray? He's amazing, and, isn't he? So um, what you should know is that he said to me in the dressing room before we went on, oh, man, I'm rusty. I haven't been on in ages. Rusty? He went <laughs> on straight away and smashed yeah. it. Yeah. Rusty. Yeah, I know. Mate, that guy thing, is stainless it? steel. He doesn't rust. No, there's no rust there. Watching him work a crowd is incredible, isn't it? Like, he, I mean, I know it's literally the one thing you couldn't do on Sunday, but I've just, you know, having, having like, just like you say, get, seeing him get on stage, it's, it's like a kind of magic that I don't understand. I remember the yeah. first time I went to see him, I was like, It's a kind how? of magic. Yeah. Sorry, it just felt <laughs> oh right. Oh my God, I'm, I'm my other job all of a sudden. But he, he's, <laughs> one of those, um, he's one of those MCs that can retain every scrap of information. And like, I know that's effectively just a memory test, but I'm in awe of the fact that he does these whole shows and then calls back to someone in the fourth row that had a thing. You know, there's so much stuff going on there. And I just, yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, but Dave, just... what would happen with you is that if any sort of audible note happens or like sound happens your brain would immediately try and pitch it and stuff that's why you can't retain the information because your brain's remembering different things because yeah. you've got perfect pitch that's very nice it's very nice of you so what you've done there is that i was complimenting somebody and you've turned it into a compliment about me that i don't like right. i don't like You're the sound of podcast, smoke mate. going up dave's ass i do not enjoy it <laughs> never like that never like that at all. well no at the risk of making this a giant circle joke though but jade you are also excellent oh, at working your crowd. come on oh, no. i'm really good at it but <laughs> no, i but don't want is... to I don't want to be known for it though, because right. right. I think you, I, I, you know, like I, I've got things I want to say. I don't always want to just talk to the audience, and so that's why I sort of removed that aspect of my last show that I made, where I, like, yeah. I did a lot of audience interaction before my last one. I did a, a tiny bit for this one, but not much at all. But the other ones had entire sections that involved someone from the audience, and yeah. I, I, I'd say that I'm making COVID-friendly shows nowadays, which I didn't even know I was doing. But turns out I am a, um, I am forward thinking ahead of the curve mate ahead yeah, of the mate. bloody curve so what was it like then was it weird doing it to masked faces of people in the Clapham Grand 
it was immediately yeah i had no response the response was al and i was like i can't make al murray laugh at me um that 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 doesn't feel right um and then that was all this sort of stuff that was going through my head which is like oh god my only audience is a man that's like really great at comedy and has probably listened to all comedy and now i've got to make him laugh in order to make this work and that, that's what i felt like but it i totally relax after about 10 minutes of doing it i sort of totally relaxed but it's odd but it's like television it's like so stand up and television are totally different things but this show on sunday felt like it was in the middle of it so like it like the way that ali um organizes the filming aspect of it is like i don't know if you saw the quality it was insane yeah and it wasn't just like a streamed show was it it was like a tv no. show it was a TV show, and um, yeah, I mean, for I mean, we all saw John Hastings on America's Got yes. Talent. Yes, oh my god, I love that. Room. I love that. So I I had that in my arsenal. If any comedian was like, I can't do comedy to an empty room, I'm like John Hastings did. Get the fuck in. Mm. Yeah, he did it to an empty room and Simon Cowell. So like that's that's yeah. everything. An, an empty room and an empty man. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he broke his back. Oh, God, he did, didn't he? Oh, dear. That was not a joke about him breaking his back. Although, apparently, he's absolutely fine. He got on an electric bike. Of course he's fine. He's some, he's fine. He's Simon Cowell. He'll never die. He's 105. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you've got two more left, have you? Two more. We've got one this Sunday on the 16th and then another one on the 23rd. And we're going to try on the 23rd to get a crowd in the room, but we're not sure what the government's saying. And so there's a chance that right. people okay. might be able to come live on the 23rd as well, like be in the audience for the show. Wow. You'd actually be put off when people started laughing. You'd be like, hey guys, shut up. What are you doing? Shut yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. I might have that actually. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. This is, this is all just good research, a bit of planning, a bit of crowdsourcing some jokes. That's all. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Um, where, so you're in you're at your house, are you at the moment, Jade? How's your lockdown been? I mean, this is this is classic podcast chat because we've chatted loads over lockdown, so I know exactly how your lockdown's been. But you know, for the for the podcast, how's your lockdown? For the benefit been? of the audience. Uh, pod, uh, lockdown has been difficult as it has been for everyone. I think everyone's had their own individual difficulties with lockdown. Um, and uh, we uh, brought in someone to live with us because my boyfriend and I were arguing a lot before lockdown. Um, and then lockdown happened and the government said, you two are going to have to stay in a house together. And we were like, ha, fuck that. So we um, <laughs> moved a friend in. We like to, uh, Rich likes to recall him our referee. Yeah, I was going to say, um, a referee, he's literally what you did, isn't he? You Who did you get in then? Um, our friend Paul Sweeney does comedy, but he's also our barber. So we've had <laughs> he great cut, haircuts. He cut, hey, Paul Sweeney, I go to his hairdressers in Islington. There you are, babe. Yeah. He's my hairdresser. That's, that, he's a hairdresser and he's a referee now as well. Do you give him a yeah. whistle? Yeah, no. We, we just played shithead with him every night and drank <laughs> loads of booze and ate donuts that I made. I mean, the best thing was is I cooked for the both of them and then sort of got that buzz from comedy uh, through cooking because the two of them, like my job was to make them go, this is the best thing I've ever eaten. So that was like what I had to achieve yeah. most nights. I mean, they're lucky, lucky sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Did you insist on a standing ovation if it was if it was perfect, you know? No, there, there were noises that I refer to as the culinary version of a standing ovation. There <laughs> right, were certain, yeah, yeah. certain reactions and stuff. When I when I took over, my salted salted chocolate caramel bombellini. Oh come um, on. 
when I when they had those with with cinnamon sugar on the outside and a little bit of lemon zest in the dough, he, they, they that was a really that was a, a quite an intense moment. That oh god, it's too early to get turned on, Jade. What are you doing? <laughs> it's, it's ten o'clock. I'm recording this. Dave Crib. <laughs> it does actually sound like an episode of Crazy Delicious. Is there going to be more Crazy Delicious, please? I really hope there is. I, I my my fingers, my legs, and my arms are all crossed. We've had a massive reaction on Netflix uh, when we when it went. Channel Four didn't fare amazingly. I, scheduling, I imagine, but um, the edit was slightly different for the Channel Four show. But Netflix went out worldwide, and people have gone nuts for it. So yeah, I um, really noticed that, like on Twitter and stuff. Like when it went on Channel Four, it was that sort of normal. Like oh, there's a new TV show on. Those channels few, are dead. Few those people. Oh no, this about is what it. happened on Twitter. Oh, it's a new yeah. TV show on. Oh, the host, she's fat, 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 fat. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. the. UK version and then the Netflix version was hey girl stop doing so many self-deprecating jokes about your weight you're a beautiful woman yo buddy positivity <laughs> yeah yeah you've reached that American audience there hello hi I know but it went mad when it went on Netflix I could yeah I, I, I we, were one. we were number one we were number one for three weeks on the charts for the most watched stuff on Netflix um, that's mad isn't it more than the floor is lava absolutely exactly incredible in fact we beat the floor is lava three yeah. times mate I'm actually living in the fucking whole world is lava at the moment it's a nightmare yeah. I don't want to watch that show <laughs> Jesus Christ it's, <laughs> it's just like bedtime in our house at the moment <laughs> oh man well look uh, thanks so much for coming on the podcast Jade and um, congrats on last week's grand show and Good luck for the next couple. Uh, we'll be watching, me, and uh, we read out the full list of the people that's on this Sunday. It's it's, it's an incredible it's great list to read, isn't it? You just go, this is the best comedy show. It's like Live Aid, but for and comedy, also, isn't it? People Let's can watch say- it for free, can't they? They can watch it for free. Yeah, there's a cheapo skinto. Um, uh, you can just go on. You can just go on um, on Twitch. I mean, don't be ashamed about that at all. I'd definitely be watching it for free, but I'd be donating as well, just to so let you know. What was I going to say? I was going to say something really interesting and fabulous then. Oh, it's gone out of my head. Something about your guests, who's on the show, something about that? Oh, I mean, I could give you the list. Do you want me to tell you who's on? Yeah. That might be quite fun. Go on. All right, come on, let's do a rundown. Okay. Here we have, performing live, we have Kerry Godleyman, Dane Baptiste, Kwame Asante, Carl Donnelly, Rosie Jones, Don Biswas, Moan Rizwan, Shappy Corsandi, Ed Gamble, Sue Gives a Fuck, Nathan Caton and Charlie Partridge, and via our VHS Live Link Up, um, not Live Link Up, Nish Kumar, Ashlyn B, Mick Ferry, Sarah Callahan, and Joe Lysett. Such, oh my God, that's so sad. Isn't it? Joe Lysett. Joe Lysett wasn't even on the list I read earlier. That's that's like just like oh, and just, we'll just chuck a Joe Lysett in the mix, you know. Well, what's nice is I I messaged I messaged so many people about the the because um I needed to get a balance of people that were live and the video thing's just as important, and so I've sort of messaged some people, but they haven't they sort of got spurred on by the first one going up. So I've had a couple of people yeah. send me stuff like Joe's super busy, but, but he sent me the video. It's really funny. Um, so he he's basically sent me something, but you know like it, it, it's just to raise money for these venues if we can keep venues open then it means we can keep our jobs you know comedians don't want a free lunch most of them anyway i mean there are there'll be a massive portion that do but most comedians just want to do their job that they're really good at and what a better way to do that than support the venues that they love and well you know i I don't imagine we'll be able to save them or save live comedy as we purport to be able to do on the title, but it was useful because it went viral and it was hashtag. So uh, it's a very <laughs> negative end, Jace. I mean, like the whole gig is named after doing a thing. Like, feed, you, it's like you've just ended feed the world, saying, "Yeah, we're not going to feed the world," but you know, like, come Speaking on, I'm, I'm not. I am a realistic woman, and what I think we'll do is help, and that's yes. all anyone can ever do with anyone. You will never be able to save people. You will never be able to save the the one 
one thing, but you can help. That's why you made a shit lifeguard. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. I can't do 100%. It's got to be 80 this week. What can I do? Um, Jade Adams, we love you. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Bye. Love you both. Bye. Love you. Bye. Quite a busy episode that, Dave, wasn't it? A lot going on, wasn't it? Oof. I tell you what. I mean, be- between two excellent guests yeah. and uh, well, and I'm and Al Murray, that. yeah, there it is. Uh, plus, you know, finally putting to bed the greatest debate of our time. Yeah. Then um, I feel like yeah, I just have, I feel exhausted, it's mate. A, it's a bumper episode. Um, Absolutely, loads going. Halfway through like the Al Murray interview, and you messaged me saying, "Can you get me a link so Claire can jump on to talk about frying versus roasting?" Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what is happening? Oh, I just remembered that we talked, we we teed that up last week. Yeah, it was the big thing that we'd said come back on next week wasn't it hopefully people will you know people will also respond on twitter and that way the debate will just carry on forever and ever um listen we'll be back next week we've got absolutely no idea what we're going to do have we dave oh i mean when when have we ever no not a clue when not a clue. have we have, ever i think what we should do soon though yeah is a is a fun time friday let's start the run up now let's start the build up for the fun time friday but like so that means we'll do it sometime in september but let's start yeah. talking about it now there will be a fun time friday it'll start be on a hype. wednesday in september yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> inimitable cabin fever style uh, don't forget we've got a twitter address uh, drop us a message say hi if you've got something we should talk about in the podcast so we don't have to bother planning our show yeah uh, that would be ideal okay all the best thanks for coming kind regards Cabin FE A3709 Oh 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 Cabin FE A3709 Oh 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 Cabin FE A3709 Oh 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 that's our Twitter name Great Big Don't speak GreatBigOwl.com well, it's, your, it's your fault there I'd say No no you shouldn't speak in that gap It's unprofessional Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.